It's the end of a busy day. You just saw 15 patients, but instead of heading home for dinner with your spouse or playing with your kids, you now begin your night job, charting. Charting is critical and necessary, but it steals your focus from your patients, eats away at your time with your family, and keeps you up at night. The burden of always having another chart to complete drains every clinician. Freed is an AI medical scribe that makes charting go away. Freed listens, prepares your notes, and writes patient instructions for you. Charting is done before your patient walks out of the room. But wait, it gets even better. Freed learns your style over time just like a human scribe would, except that it will never quit on you. Freed is loved by over 3,000 clinicians from every specialty. It is HIPAA compliant, takes 30 seconds to learn, and costs only $99 per month. You can try Freed for free right now by going to freed.ai. Listeners of Financial Residency can use the FR50 coupon code for $50 off the first month. Hey everyone, today I wanted to talk about values, throw out some ideas for how to clarify values. I think this is a super important thing, especially for us today, we're all just so busy. So sometimes it's just helpful to have like a really concrete, just quick exercise to take a time out and think through some of these really important things. So we'll jump into that and, and go through that. Hopefully takeaway here is is you have some concrete steps or exercises you can take to start to get a either clarify for the first time or re-clarify what's really most important in your life. Okay, so before I jump into the exercises, um, I just wanted to clarify. I know we've covered this before, but values, they're kind of like the undercurrent or the true kind of driver, I think, to measuring happiness and, you know, how you're doing. So in regards to finances, ideally, in an ideal world, you're using your finances and all the decisions around it to help you propel you towards your values and get you more in alignment with those values. I think values are more important than goals or maybe not more important. Maybe that's not the right word. I think values should be the underlying driver to your goals. So values, clarification or understanding of your values, I would consider is like the most important step before you start to get into financial planning and making decisions in life, especially the big ones and anything, but for the purposes of our conversations, typically finances. So anyway, values are super important. I think the key here is awareness and being aware of your values. Now we all, over time, we have a tendency to be kind of like, to get in routines and kind of gravitate towards like autopilot or sleepwalking or doing the thing. And that's where you start to lose touch with values because values have being aware of them takes, you have to kind of take a time out and be intentional. But when you're, the further you go away from it, you get into kind of that autopilot world. And that's where you're susceptible to kind of like the pool of the world's values, which can often be like surface level material and are very likely not in alignment with your true values. So we're going for values awareness. And what that looks like is your actions like day to day, or, you know, especially with big things are in better alignment with what's really most important. So it requires understanding, first of all, what's most important, because most people, I mean, it kind of seems like you would know that, but a lot of times people just aren't quite clear on that. 
the results of, of having good awareness of your values is going to be just better decisions, confidence, moving towards happiness, feeling more purpose-driven. I would say some of the symptoms of not being aware of values would be feeling on autopilot, not as confident decisions, stress, keeping up with the Jonases. So those, those sorts of things, feeling kind of lost will typically be the result of pulling away from your values. Okay, so so I'm going to talk through some some exercises. Like I said, there's a lot of ways. I mean, there's some general ways to become more aware of your values. Like, well, first of all, you have to believe in the importance of having of of being aware of your values, and maybe admit that you're not aware. Uh, that's that's important. And so that's part of my hope here is just to kind of reinforce that belief of the value, I guess the value of values. So that that's important. You, and you have to be intentional about it. You got to dedicate, you got to kind of put your mind to it and, and you have to dedicate time for a lot of this stuff. There's some easy things that you can do like meditation, prayer, reflecting, journaling. That's always, those are always good exercises to kind of get in the habit of doing to help you maintain awareness of values or be more more in touch with those. Those are good, just kind of general habits. But really what I wanted to talk about mainly today was some specific exercises that you can use. Okay, so the first, well, first of all, before I go through these, I think it's important. Ideally, you do these with at least another person. I mean, you don't have to do them. You can do them solo. But I think it helps to do them with, a, especially if, you, if, you have, if you're married or have a spouse or partner, or someone you really trust. The, it's it can it can be very helpful to include include them in this exercise or sometimes people do this in like small groups and and that sort of thing so i think that helps now it's not like i said you can completely do this solo and that's that's fine too it's just a lot of times especially if you're married that's going to these things kind of kind of have to tie these things together when you're married okay so first exercise so this is a this is the most practical foundational exercise. If you've never done any of this stuff, this is probably a good starting point. If you're very logically oriented, this is a good good one to do. The focus on this is kind of just clarifying your your values as, as they stand today. A lot of people in therapy use this sort of approach. So it ba basically just we'll call it like a values clarification exercise. So the I'll link to a, a list of, of values. First step, though, is to go through, you don't want to go like blank sheet of paper. That makes it pretty hard, at least for me. So I like doing it with like a list, a pre-written list of all sorts of different values. So like I said, I'll link to one. But the idea is to skim through the lists of all these values. And maybe you even write in some that are not listed because, you know, everybody's going to have different values. And the goal here is to highlight those that potentially would be important to you. So like first thing is highlight those top values for you. Um, and then take, so first of all, before you do this, I should have said this at the beginning, you got to have like silent, it's got to be like quiet, like turn, turn all the other stuff off. So like put your phone somewhere else, turn the notifications off. You have to like get your mind chilled out, turn off all the, I mean, if you can, as best you can turn off all the other craziness that's going on in your head. And so get in the right mind space. That's important for all these. You have to kind of focus, turn off the distractions and lock the kids in a room. Just kidding. Get a babysitter or whatever, or do it on like, I don't know, 
date night. <laughs> this maybe this doesn't sound like that cool, but date night exercise, but it is helpful. I mean, it's it can be fun with your spouse, but uh, you got to get in the right mindset. So you're gonna just kind of scan through the list and highlight those values that are your top values, and then just kind of take some time to think about them, each of them, and and think through like, well, why is this a value to you? Maybe think about like, how are you doing? like following them, maybe think about like which ones of these you would like to work on. It seems like for me, when I've done this, it's it's like there's always, there's the ones that are like really valuable, important values for me that I'm doing a good job with. And then there's the ones that I are really important that I'm not doing a good job on. So that's kind of a different thing. So it's good to kind of take note of all that. So say you have a bunch, I mean, most of the time, maybe you're going to have like 10 or I don't know, quite a few. So I would try to narrow it down to like maybe the top five or something and prioritize them. So that's important is to prioritize them. It's not, it's not that easy to prioritize. It's usually pretty difficult because they're all important. So, but you want to try to really drill down on like, what is the most important and then rank them. And, and so that's going to be key for, um, applying this to life. I'll, I'll circle back on that. So as you, so once you've prioritized them, Start, you know, ideally summarize like what they mean to you, kind of a description. So this is where you can kind of like write out your value statement. So I think it's good to write this down or put it on a sheet of paper, make it visual. So maybe you have a list of your top five values in order and you have just like a one sentence summary of like your description of why it's important to you. And then kind of like a list of actions that would be in alignment with that particular value. So just kind of a, so that makes it easier in the future to just kind of glance at it and be like, okay, yeah, that's, that's an example. So maybe it's like family is number one. So the description might be like, it's extremely important to me to spend time with and really connect relationally with my family and love my family, that kind of thing. And then the specific Actions might be like saying no to another commitment because that's taking away from my family or working too many hours or the action would be saying no to working too many hours or attending my kids sporting events or making time to have for me, it's like making time to have like a one on one time with each of my kids. So you can list out those actions and for each of these top values. And ideally you have this kind of takeaway here with the, it's a sheet of paper. I think it's, it's important to keep it. You don't want to get too intense in this stuff. Like keep it to one piece of paper. Ideally you have one piece of paper that come take away from this and it lists, you know, three to five values in priority order. And you have a summary of like, of what it means to you and why it's important. And then a handful of actions that would be in alignment with it. And you print it out and you use that. So the key, I mean, you don't, Sometimes maybe if it's like new to you, you can kind of put it in a place where you see it regularly. Like when I, I have it and I have something like this in like my desk at work or something, or I'll tuck it in my notebook that I use for stuff or a journal. But I think it's good to have it there in visual and use it and refer to it. So that's the key. That's when it starts to, well, first of all, doing this exercise will help you, you know, be a little bit more aware in itself. But the key is when you go into life and these decisions come up, like especially the big ones, you you should be like referring to this this list. Say you're taking a, a new job 
or maybe there's some like kind of sketch financial opportunities that that you have to to dis, to navigate or maybe you're feeling like you need to upgrade homes or like all those sorts of things. So like the new job, maybe it's like a lot better pay. And so your values might be like, the classic is like family number one, and maybe like professional is number three. And then like wealth is some, some number five or something like that. So like, if you're not careful, like the world will tell you that like the higher paying job is always better. So, but if you got to pull out those values and remind yourself like, well, family is number one to me. And by taking this job, I'm actually going to kind of like derail or pull out the rug under my family. They've gotten established. So I'm going to totally cause some pain with, with my family by taking this job. And really, if I'm honest with myself, the only reason I'm doing it is to get more money. And if I really look at it, this job actually has a little bit more of a work commitment, which is more hours away from my family. So that's like an obvious no, but it's helpful if you're not if you're not careful with this, you can get into that, like I said, that autopilot mode and you're just like the world's pulling you the direction. I mean, it's so tempting to take more money in a job offer. So it takes a little and maybe they might not be as obvious as that. There's there's all kinds of things that come up in life and it's going to be helpful. And some of them are the ones that are usually the most when it gets into the gray zone, that's when it's the most helpful because you could a lot of times things. That's why we often make bad decisions is we go with something that is a value, but it's not our really our most important thing. So, so that's, that's pulling us the wrong direction. Okay. So that's, that's the first exercise. And, and so the second exercise, um, this is from, I'll give credit to, uh, Jason Waller wrote, wrote about this in an article. And I think he's like a business coach kind of guy. And the exercise is called the life map exercise. And this is more of a reflection on the past, which can also be a good way to understand where, how you got where you are today and why, and what's most important. So this is pretty simple. All you do is take out a, you just have a blank sheet of paper and you draw out your life from birth to now life's ups and downs in the journey. And just kind of identify these points in time that you would consider like the low points and the high points. And that's it. Now there's some things to kind of work on or avoid. So ideally you're using some visual like pictures or illustrations and you're limiting like the words. You don't want to write a novel. It's like visual. Ideally you do kind of a picture of like you could do like a kid playing baseball or something or a dollar bill or whatever drawing you draw represents and maybe one word. So an example might be like, there's this, some people do a lot of people do like a chart of like up, down, up, down, up, down. And each they have points and, and each point is like a in chronological order, like a life experience. And they maybe draw a picture and put a word and it just needs to be enough to prompt you or remind, remind you of what that was about. So you want to avoid words and bullet points. You don't want all that stuff. It needs to be visual. With this exercise, you want to stay out of the future. This is all about the past. So once you're done with that, it's a good kind of thing to tuck away in the journal and, and sit and think about it too. you know, think about like, which of these points, I guess, before you tuck it away, I think it's good to go through some questions and thought exercises to pull out some stuff from that. So like, maybe look at the different points you've identified and say, well, why is that so meaningful to me? How did this experience make me who I am today? What did I another big question to ask is like, what did I learn 
from the lows and the highs. Like sometimes we have low points that actually ended up being like huge takeoff points, but it's easy to forget that happened, especially the more time that goes on. So like thinking about it, like what, what happened or maybe the reverse, like maybe this high point, like I actually wasn't as great as I thought it would be. And it was kind of like the catalyst for like some bad stuff to start happening because I was getting off track. So the idea here is to start to see these things like, well, maybe, for example, I was not in alignment with values or this is maybe what has gotten me to a point of where I am today and the values I have. So so this is, I think that's a good exercise for reflection. Reflection is always a good thing to do every once in a while. The next exercise, this is a kind of a more future oriented exercise so the exercise is called the 80th birthday party exercise. I'm sure you're starting to guess like what this might be, but, um, and, and this one comes from the same guy, Jason Waller is, has kind of broke this down pretty, pretty solidly in his article. But so the future we're focused on the future. We're focused on purpose. So the idea, so with this exercise, you're just going to, as with all these, you're going to take a time out and like, just get relaxed and quiet and needs to be quiet and you got to be focused. So you have to, so the first thing is once you're like chilled out, really try to start to imagine like you're arriving at your 80th birthday party. So you're walking in and kind of like would in your imaginary visualization, like take a minute to look around, like where are you at? What's it look like? What's your life look like? What do you look like? And let that soak in. And, and then next thing is to, to think through or imagine you're arriving at like a, a table and it's got all the people in your life that are most important. So imagine the people and take a second to look at each person and thank them for being there and show a little appreciation. Also think through like they came there to be, be with you because they care about you. And then for each person, like listen as each person shares like gratitude and, and maybe talks about some of the differences you made in their life and take in those stories and emotions and, and, with each of these people that are most important and then take some time to reflect on what all this meant for you let it soak in and as as you come back to like the real world after you've thought about it for a minute i think it's good to write with all these things write write it down kind of document some of your thoughts and some of the things in addition to just some of the takeaways or maybe who was there i mean you could list whatever you feel like is important but some of the questions you might document would be like, what was it like in, to be in that experience? Um, what did your guests say about you? Was there a common theme that you took away from, from that exercise? The goal is to get a little closer to your ideal life and what you want and need and to get there. And so like with this exercise, the, the idea is to envision yourself in that future ideal life. And as you see that, it starts to give you that picture of what that looks like. And you can start to think about, well, what, what do I need to do to get there? So maybe 
maybe these people were saying you were there for me at a hard point or it's your family and they you were always supportive and what whatnot i mean that's the takeaway from this is you really start to see that 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 game changer super important stuff and sometimes you're going to be like well i need to i need to get on it i'm not exactly doing what i need to do to get there or other times you're like well i am in this area i'm doing a good job and i'm give give yourself a pat on the back so either way though with all these so that that's the last exercise i wanted to go to there's a bunch of these out there you can you can there's hundreds of them you can google it all day long but i think the key is to take a time out and spend 20 minutes or so work through something like this and take note of it and start to refer back to it over time and then adjust it over time because things change you realize maybe something you thought was important is not as important it'll be adjusted over time and that'll I, that's where you start to move the needle if you've when you do this exercise up front it'll be kind of cool to 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 clarify and and maybe you, emotional and you'll feel good about it but like there's not there's not any like change instantaneously but over time by having that greater awareness and by referring back to it, that's where the change happens. You'll start to slowly slowly move the needle and that's what we're after. Okay, well, that is all I have for today. And as always, I hope you enjoyed it and we'll look forward to talking again next time. As we wrap up, remember, freed.ai is here to free you from medical documentation. It's HIPAA compliant, takes 30 seconds to learn, and is incredibly affordable. Join the movement to eliminate clinician burnout. Visit freed.ai and improve your lifestyle. You can try Freed for free right now by going to freed.ai. Listeners of Financial Residency can use the FR50 coupon code for $50 off the first month. Please know that anything I've said today in this podcast should not be considered advice. It is completely for educational and entertainment purposes only. It would be best to view me as just another guy talking about money on the internet. For advice, please consult your advisors. If you don't happen to have a financial advisor already, I happen to know a firm that's absolutely fantastic. It's actually the firm I started and currently run now, Ren Financial Planning. And we would love to get to know you better and see if we might be able to help. Feel free to reach out anytime to schedule an introductory meeting. You can find more info about us at www.renfinancial.com.